I see huge potential for this concept, and I think that it's something that you know other cities and small businesses could really benefit from. That's Kristen Santiago, owner of Erie-based Gone Local and the first returning guest on Buzz Generated. If you're unaware, Gone Local is an online store dedicated to our local makers, carrying their products and selling them both individually and in creative bundles and boxes. In our Season 2 opener, Santiago, a passionate Erieite, talks the history of this business, reveals the impact of 2020 and the ongoing pandemic, plus details her decision to pivot the company more so toward corporate gifting. Join host Tony Perinell, the Executive Director of Entrepreneurial Development for Edinburgh Center for Branding and Strategic Communication, as he sits down with our guest. Together, let's discover what the buzz is all about. We're joined on the podcast today by Kristen Santiago, owner of Gone Local, a unique online retail store that promotes products made in and around Erie. Kristen actually has the distinction of being the first ever repeat guest on Buzz Generated. We originally introduced her to our audience as the owner of Ivy and Atlas, a business consulting agency that helps small businesses, nonprofits, and entrepreneurs. Kristen, it is great to welcome you back to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Kristen, before we get into Gone Local, why don't you start by giving our listeners an update of how things are going with Ivy and Atlas? Yeah, sure. I um, I mean, as you can probably understand, the last year has been really ridiculous and unpredictable. Um, but, you know, it's it's going well. And I, I had the opportunity to partner with um, a couple of different businesses that really decided to to dig their heels in and, um, you know, take advantage of different opportunities that were arising out of this crazy pandemic. Um, so, you know, it, it went really well and has been going well. But, you know, especially with Gone Local recently, I've kind of had to take a step back from Ivy and Atlas and and split my time. Right. So. I was I was wondering that. I was mm-hmm. wondering if there was any tie or if Gone Local was taking some of the time away that you had previously spent with Ivy and Atlas. Yeah, it's kind of had to. I mean, at, at first it was like, okay, this is a brand new thing. What what am I even doing? How do I do this? Um, so it was pretty slow, but. Um, especially in the fall and in the in the holiday season, it, it kind of took off and took up all my time. Right, right. Well, I'm, I'm going to get to that later <laughs> okay. on. I, I want to ask you about how the holiday season went because I know I talked with you at that time. Um, but as far as Ivy and Atlas goes, um, you know, that certainly is a business with, with strong regional overtones, but I don't think it's quite as hyper eerie as has gone local. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think... Um Starting Ivy and Atlas, the idea was was just supporting small businesses and entrepreneurs and not necessarily eerie entrepreneurs. It was more like, you know, anybody that is in a similar situation as I was in or as my husband was in um, when we first started, you know, those are the kinds of people that I feel like we could really help. Um, and Gone Local, you know, because it started in Erie, like, and the whole mission is supporting Erie makers and entrepreneurs. I think that you know that's really where the distinction is. Right. I mean, I mean that, and that's the forte too. Your your makers are all local, and you're a single site where folks can go to get really cool things uh, made in and around Erie. Yeah, that's the idea. Is that it's one place to 
be able to find and support people and, and small businesses that make products in your, in your community. Right. Okay. Well, why don't you share the story of how you first got into Gone Local? I know there was originally a brick and mortar store that was part of it and it was locally owned, but why don't you fill in the details of that interesting history? Yeah, it is interesting because I, I am the second owner of Gone Local. I did not, this is not my brainchild. I wish it was because it's such a great idea, but Last holiday season, so 2019, um, these two lovely women decided that they wanted to start Gone Local, and um, it was it was downtown Erie next to Ember and Forge, and um, it was kind of just a, a pop-up, you know, just for three months, and it went really well, and they didn't do any advertising, any any marketing. It was all word of mouth, and it just, like, blew up. You know, they, they kind of decided that they didn't really want the just the weight that comes with owning and running a small business. Um, so they closed it down. But shortly after that, I was in conversations with John Persinger um, and the, the staff at Erie Downtown Development Corporation. And mm-hmm. um, they were talking about how much they loved the concept and how it really complemented the, you know, all the work that they're doing downtown. And they knew that I was already working in that space, um, not physical space, but, but um, you know, the, entrepreneurial small business space. So they just approached me and said, you know, this is this is a really interesting concept. You know, is this something that interests you? And um, so they connected me with the former owners. And um, that one conversation of me just kind of learning about what they did and how it worked, um, they ended up just kind of handing me everything. Mm. Um, so it was this, this twist of fate and, you know, not something that I ever thought that I would be doing and um, not anything I planned on doing, but it was sort of the opportunity that you you just don't say no to. So I figured it out. So it was a, a very organic start and one that local leaders seem pleased with. Yeah, yeah. And um, the, the weirdest part was that, you know, when it was started, um, this was... I think our conversation started last February and March. And so as we were working on the paperwork and the legal process of transferring ownership is when the governor shut down the state of Pennsylvania. So um, the idea at first was to move into the brick and mortar store, you know, and and do everything as they had been. But um, it just didn't make sense to do it at that time. Nobody was shopping. Everything was closed anyway. So at that point is when I decided to just put it all online, which is, you know, where my experience is what, you know, was anyway. So it just, I don't know, it worked out really weirdly well. That's interesting because timing is everything and COVID has thrown the timing off for so many things. But I'm assuming, uh, and I think you've just uh, hinted at it, building the strong online presence became even more critical once COVID hit. What impact did that have on the business and how did you adjust? Oh, it was it was everything. I mean, I, I still am not in a brick and mortar store and I, you know, we, we crushed it last year. Like we did so well and it was all organic growth. And I think just, you know, my, my former knowledge of marketing and, and digital marketing, like just really lended itself to knowing how to build a, a strong website and a strong online presence, not just with our website, but with um, social media as well. You know, really being able to tell the story of what we were trying to do and um, how to do it effectively worked really well for us. And again, I haven't I haven't spent a dollar on advertising yet. It's It's all <laughs> been organic. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it's been interesting and definitely a learning curve um, for me because, you know, this is my first time with a, an actual retail business, but I'm enjoying it. It's really exciting. 
And and once we do turn the corner on COVID, the brick and mortar store is still a possibility. Um. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I don't I don't know about that exact space. I mean, I'm I'm definitely open to it. But the more that we've been working on this business, the more that I'm realizing I think there's more opportunity in corporate gifting than there is in actually a physical retail store. And so what I'm envisioning is is something more of like a warehouse office space that maybe mm-hmm. has a, a retail brick and mortar component to it, but just somewhere that, that really gives us space to spread out and to store inventory and pack you know, a hundred box orders, that kind of thing. Right. We're, we're gonna, I'm gonna, I have some questions okay. about that that I, that I am uh, going to ask you, but why don't you explain uh, to those in our audience who might not understand what the niche of corporate gifting is? To be honest, I, I really didn't know the, the breadth of this, this industry until I got into it. Um, but basically the idea is that so many different businesses, you know, not just in Erie, um, they're already trying to buy gifts for their employees, for their clients, for recruiting. I mean, there's so many different opportunities to, to say thank you to people or to recognize them in some way. And um, I mean, it's a $125 billion industry in the United States. So it, in Erie, I think it's really gone untapped until now. Um, and the appeal to me is that, um, you know, I can I can reach that market and reach that need, but in a, a local way. You know, I can I can make it really easy for the businesses in the area to say thank you to their employees and to their clients, um, but with local products. This episode of Buzz Generated is sponsored by the Erie Regional Chamber and Growth Partnership, the voice of the business community in the Erie region. The Chamber provides advocacy and access to people, education, and information so the businesses have the leadership, resources, and expertise needed for continued prosperity throughout the region. Schedule a time to meet with the Business Action Team and learn more about how the Chamber can help. Or visit the Erie Regional Chamber and Growth Partnership online at www.eriepa.com. The growth of our vibrant community in Erie, PA, depends on a dynamic business environment. The Erie Regional Chamber and Growth Partnership aims to provide just that. Let's get back to the episode. We mentioned a couple of times uh, we corresponded over the holidays, and and you were you just seemed to be to me nuts busy. And I'm assuming that the lockdown from the pandemic made what is always a hectic time for retailers even more frenetic. Was that true for you? Yeah, I mean, I I guess I, I don't have much to compare to other than my observations of what happens to other retail businesses. But um, for sure, I mean, not only was it like super busy because it's the holidays and everybody's giving gifts, but, you know, we're all trying to navigate what what this looks like in the middle of a pandemic, how can we safely give people the opportunity to shop and shop local, you know, while just, you know, figuring out like what that looks like, especially for us, because we're, you know, we're all online. And um, we did do a couple pop-ups with some other local makers during the holidays. But um, yeah, it was crazy. And I think when we talked, it was like peak craziness. And um, I, I was quickly learning all of the the bottlenecks and the shortcomings that were in my business. I was kind of thrown into it. Right. Well, this next question comes from a couple of things, uh, something a colleague mentioned to me, and then from my own imagination, having looked at your website, and that's uh, the behind the scenes of your process. And I wonder if you can take our listeners there, because based on my imagination and what I've seen from your website, I kind of picture you 
your husband, this cute little dog with big ears that you have, like in the middle of a room at your house and you're just surrounded by mountains of boxes and packing tape. How the heck do you get all those gift orders out the door and on their way? (laughs) And is that what your place looks like? I I, I don't know. (laughs) It's not too far off, honestly. I mean, my so my husband has his own business. um, And so that's where most of his time is spent, but he, he's been so supportive and um, just so willing to basically turn our, our living room and, and my office into Gone Local. And we've, we've moved couches around and we've like put shelves up and um, it's, you know, it's just kind of been something that we've adjusted to as, as we've grown. And um, I, I do have a little office, um, a home office that I work out of with, you know, where I store inventory. But, you know, when we get corporate ordered corporate orders, it is kind of that way where it's like a mountain of boxes and we we form this little assembly line and my dog wants to be involved in everything and, <laughs> you know, poke her nose and everything and step on all of it, you know, all the things that we have. But um, I mean, it's, it's something that we've kind of built a process for. And I think especially once we move into a, like a warehouse space, um, we'll have the system down, you know, it, it'll be an easy transition. Right. And and you're saying some people's assumption might be that this would put a strain on a marriage. You're telling our listeners it's strengthened yours. Um I, you know, it's been it's been both. I think that just in general this past year has challenged a lot of marriages just because, you know, people are home and all of the things that they've been ignoring come out into the air. Um, and, and my husband broke his ankle last year too, in the middle of all of this. So, <laughs> you know, that, that was, uh, an interesting transition, but, um, no, I, I mean, I think that we're both each other's champions and we're both so supportive of each other anyway, that it just, um, it's like, you know what, this is what I want to do. And so, okay, you know, go get it, go do it. So right. a little of both. Now, Gone Local was a great story, but another interesting part of this is that each one of your makers has a, a cool story on their own. Would you just kind of toss out uh, to our listeners kind of a sampling of some of the folks who sell stuff on the website? Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, the the two that come fresh in my mind are Flagship City Press and Hop Leaf Tea because um, just recently I was making this corporate gift guide and I asked each of them to share a little of their story. And Flagship City Press is great because it's it's these two women, um, Dina Rupp and Corinne Krauss, and they they basically just, you know, like me, they saw a need um, and they, they're both designers, they're both really creative and they both love Erie and so they, you know, they started this stationary business that celebrates all of the things that we love in Erie. And then Hop Leaf Tea is a guy that just, he just loves tea, loves hops. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a, a little side project of his. You know, he has a full-time job and he has kids. And it's it's one of the many examples of people that, that have this passion and they just, they just make it work. They figure it out and they slowly grow, um, you know, as it, as it catches on. So it's super cool to be able to not only like find these people, find these um, unique makers, but give them this outlet of support um, and this this way to, you know, just grow their network and grow their audience. Right. And we have Dan from Hop Leaf Tea is one of our new clients. We, oh, cool. We've just taken that operation on and we're doing some branding work for them. And I know that 
students from our Beehive interviewed some of your makers and that we also did some branding work uh, for you. And I'm wondering how you would compare the extent of your collaboration with us uh, for Gone Local as it was with Ivy Atlas. Were they similar? Has this one been more extensive? Um, yeah, I mean, they were pretty similar because it was it was branding for both. Um, I, I think that Ivy and Atlas was a little more challenging because, um, first of all, we we had to like change the name halfway through the project, which was yeah, that was a whole thing. Um, but you know, I I think that my second time around with Gone Local has just been more, I would say, more rewarding, more enriching because I've just I've been through the process and I was really able to number one, know what to expect this time around. And number two, just be able to sit back and kind of watch the creativity of these students like blossom. And it was, it was so exciting and so rewarding to me to, to be able to give them, you know, this, this cool project, this unique opportunity, you know, that I could tell was just really exciting to them. And that's something that I always you know, was looking for when I was in college, my husband too, like, you know, we're always looking for cool little ways to, um, you know, boost our resume or be a part of the community or, you know, whatever it is. But, um, you know, I think that the second time around, it was, it was different, but in a, in a good way. Right. I forgot about the, the naming issue with Ivy oh, and yeah. Atlas. You, you <laughs> reminded me, and I, you know, Scott Glad, our creative director, he and I had a, a, a name suggestion. It wasn't Ivy and Atlas. Uh, and we thought it was, we thought it was like spot on. And a couple of our other colleagues just harshly shot it down. And I think now I'm forbidden by law from sharing with you what, what that idea was. But, th <laughs> but thank you for reminding me of that experience that the, the whole naming issue was, was a key part of the work uh, for Ivy and Atlas. And obviously, you're a repeat client. You know, you, you, you've, you've come to us with two different clients. Uh, you've worked within the Northwest PA Innovation Beehive Network, of which we're a part. You've done it twice. So you must be fairly happy with the quality of the work that you received. Um, what are some of the reasons that you would recommend us to other small businesses and small business owners? Yeah, I mean, exactly that. It's, it's like, you know, number one, you're you're getting the branding, the you know the logo, all the things that you need for your business that that sort of professionalize it. Um, and number two, it's the reward of of seeing students who are like just starting out in this field. You know, I think I think actually some of the students on this last project were this was their first client ever. Mm -hmm. Like I was their first client ever, right. and that like that to me is so cool because I, I mean. I'm blown away by the work that they're done. And I'm like, I can't even believe that I'm the first one because you guys were so professional the whole time. You were um, so creative and just responsive and, and followed all of my recommendations and my needs. And, you know, you, you kind of know what you want, but like until they show it to you, you don't know that 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 was what you wanted all along. And it's just this really cool process. And, you know, I know that you guys do things beyond just like logos and um, and brand assets, but it's it's just something that... I, I can't recommend enough. I mean, that's why I keep coming back. <laughs> right. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's why you're our first ever repeat guest here on uh, on Buzz Generated. And it, it is an interesting experience. And at Edinburgh, we do a lot more work, not only with students, but within existing courses. I think we do that more than any of the other beehives. And, you know, it's challenging because you've got to stick to the 15-week semester. You've got 
an instructor that still needs to assign a grade, but you're doing professional level work for a client. So uh, thank you for the compliment. It is challenging, but I, I think I think it it ends up being just an awesome mostly for the students. It ends up being an awesome learning experience for them to, you know, they're not just, it's not a textbook thing. They're working with actual clients and, and they do seem to blossom from it. Now, you mentioned previously that uh, what we probably could have assumed was that Gone Local has diverted some of your attention from Ivy and Atlas. But I'm wondering if you'd be willing to share any specific future plans that you have for either organization. Yeah, I mean, I I think that Ivy and Atlas is probably going to be something that I always just have a part of my my tool belt, you know, is is like a company that lets me consult and and support small businesses and entrepreneurs because that's, you know, one of my one of my passions, but Gone Local specifically, I mean, it's so closely related to what I was already doing, but um, you know, short term, I think figuring out some sort of physical space would make sense. Um, I'm also working with Penn State Barron's Accelerate program where they um, they fund a, an intern for the summer. So I'll probably be getting an intern this summer. Barron obviously is one of our partners yep. in the Beehive. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, I mean, I'm a, you guys can tell I'm a, I'm a big fan of using the resources that I have around <laughs> me. But, you know, long term for Gone Local, I would love to see this concept in other cities too. I mean, I, I have... I don't want to get ahead of myself because, you know, I, I tend to do that. And there's still a lot of work to be done to figure out how the business works and how the structure is going to, to make sense. But um, I see huge potential for this concept. And I think that it's something that, you know, other cities and small businesses could really benefit from. Right. It's interesting. We see it as an eminently eerie thing and all the cool niche things that are going on in Erie, and it's a good fit. But I agree with you. It, it, it would th- There would have to be ways to apply uh, to catch that feel of other cities and, and, and do the same kind of thing. So if, if you went, good luck if you end up uh, trying to go that route. I know Erie is a big part of your pres- personal brand, but good luck if, if you try to extend that uh, to other communities. And Kristen, I'll just close our interview here by asking if there's anything else you'd like to share with our listeners. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like maybe I said something like this um, the last time we talked, but I just, I feel like it's it's really important, you know, to do what you love and follow follow that feeling because I think so often people get caught up in, in you know, doing what they think they're supposed to, like what they think they have to or what they think they're obligated to. But so much of my work and and the businesses that I own is surrounded by people just following their passion. And I think that's something that's so valuable and so important to do because, you know, there's nothing like seeing somebody or talking to somebody who just lights up you know, when they're when they're doing mm-hmm. what they really love. Um, so I would just encourage people to to do that. Well, thank you very much. It's been a delight to have you back here a second time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Gone Local can be found online at their website, gonelocalerie.com, or on Facebook and Instagram at Gone Local Erie. Look for the links in the episode description. The Northwest Innovation Beehive Network works to enhance business expansion and development in the Erie area. The Beehive is made up of five grant-funded centers that collaborate to encourage business growth. The centers work together to form the Hive Network, while each location operates in its own specialized area of expertise. 
Glasgow Library, Penn State Behrend, Edinburgh University, Gannon University, and Mercyhurst University are each responsible for a specific service. You can contact us at nwpabeehive.com. You've been listening to Buzz Generated. This podcast was released through Edinburgh University's Center for Branding and Strategic Communication. It's produced by Keith Hepler and Chris Lantinen. Thank you to our guests for their insight and to you, our listeners, for taking the time to experience innovation alongside us. Consider subscribing if you like this episode to get more as soon as they drop. And if you really enjoyed it, jump over to Apple Podcast for a five-star review. Thank you for listening.